What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Don't Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Sangley, and today we have another special guest, one of my newest friends, Mr. <laughs> Al Thomas. How's it going, my friend? Very, very blessed, man. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. This is my first bo- podcast, by the way. Wow. All these, all these years. <laughs> it's, a, being, it's an honor, man. It's an honor. Definitely an honor. Yeah. You know, all these years being a success from Home Magazine for 10 years consecutive in a row and three books mentioned me and, and all the, you know, I've created 18 millionaires that I've over the last 30 years of being in network marketing and my first wow. po- podcast. So, hey. Wow. And we're sitting at my, one of my favorite cigar places, have a nice Cuban cigar. Yes, sir. At, at the beautiful Tivoli Village. Yeah, yeah. Man, so tell the people who is Al Thomas? What does Al Thomas do? You know, Al Thomas, uh, give you a little background. I never, 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 one more time, never had a job. <laughs> never, okay. Yeah, I never had a job. Never, and, not and one. I, and not one. And I'm, and I'm okay. so grateful. I'm I really, I'm, I'm so, so grateful, so grateful, because at a young age, uh, God gave me three billionaires, not millionaires, but billionaires that, wow. tra- that with trained a B. me. With a B. Okay. And, um, one of them sat me down. He said, son, what did your mom and dad talk about when you had breakfast, lunch, or dinner? I said, well, like most people, go to school, you know, go get a good education. Right. And find a good job. He said, go find, I said, find, he says, son, there's no such thing as good and job don't even go together. Right. There's no such thing as a good job. Right. It's just a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's slavery. Excuse me. And he said, um, he said, uh, and he asked me some more questions and he said, you know what? You're worth my time. I go, what do you mean? He goes, we all have the same amount of time in a day, just 24 hours, and I don't like to waste it. He goes, exactly. that's why. So, and he, once he found out I was worth his time, he said, I'm gonna do something special. So he gave me a ride on his jet before I bought my first jet. And he gave me a ride and he, he, he came back, he landed, he goes, you know what, you're worth my time. And what he did at that point, he gave me a journal and a nice pen. He goes, this is for you. He goes, now I wanna give you something. You'd always have a journal to take notes because leaders are readers exactly. and note takers. He says, now what you- are readers. Yeah. Leaders are readers. There we go. And like right now, I'm reading three different books at the same time. I, you know, I do a lot of reading. I do about three books a month. But anyway, okay. he gave me a journal. He said, I'm going to give you two words I want you to live by as a young man. I go, yes, sir. What are they? And I cracked open the journal. And what he said to me, he says, first step, wealthy people have leverage. The broke people that work for us is the leverage. And he was saying that not to be derogatory. He was saying that to wake me up and shake my gizzard out, as he called it, so I wouldn't forget the lesson. Right. He didn't want to sugarcoat it. He wanted to wake me up with that lesson so I would never forget the lesson. Right. And I said, wow. He goes, let me give you an example. He always gave me an example of anything that he gave me. He says, let me give you an example. I'm talking about leverage. He says, young man, how many, uh, how many Starbucks in your city? One or zillions? I said, zillions of them. He goes, that's right. He goes, Think about it. How would you like to get a quart on every cup of coffee sold in all the Starbucks? Man. I said, whoa, that's a lot of money. <laughs> he goes, absolutely. He says, exactly. McDonald does it. Burger King does it. CVS does it. He goes, but you don't do it. And when he pointed my finger at me, I'm like, well, what, what, what do you mean? He goes, most people in America and around the world, if they don't go to work Monday through Friday, they don't go to work, they don't get paid a dime. Yeah, no income. He goes, that's right. So they're wage slaves. He goes, my job is to keep you out that trap. And that's what he called a job, a trap. Five, 10, 20 years and you're still working and you're still broke. He said, that's a trap, son. Damn. My job's keep out that trap. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, okay, so I need leverage. He goes, you gotta find something that has leverage. I said, okay, got it. Okay. I said, what's the next key to success? He says, wealthy people have residual income. Exactly. And he asked me this question. I'm gonna show how foolish I was at a young guy. I said, residual income. He goes, yeah, you know what that is? And I was young, dumb, full of, you know what? <laughs> I said, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. You know, my ego was bigger. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He go, what is it? I said, oh, shoot. I said, it's a ring around the bathtub. <laughs> and he laughed like anything. He says, yeah, right. He goes, no, that's called residue, residue. Yeah. He said, residual income is something you do one time and get paid over and over and over. Yep. And, and by the way, he always gave me an example. He says, let me give you an example. I go, yes, sir. He says, think about your favorite music artist or band. How many times did they go in the studio and cut the song? I said, one time. One time, yeah. He goes, that's right. He says, anytime that song plays, anyone around the world, that artist get paid a royalty. Royalties, yes, sir. And he says, you see them on MTV. They're not that bright. Sure. You see those guys on MTV. Sure. Some of them, they're so dumb, and they keep their name around their neck right there. Bobo, Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but, but look at Bobo. He can't spell his name. You live in a $5 million mansion. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's got uh, 20 cars in the driveway and millions in the bank, and he can't spell his name. Bobo's not smart. He just tapped into residual income. Exactly. And I said, whoa. He said, so you need to find something that's leveraged residual. And he said this to me. He says, when you find that company or that network marketing company has both of those, some people got to use daily. Jump in with both feet. Don't argue broke people. Let them be right. You be rich. Mm -hmm. And when I saw network marketing where I could do services, not products, there's two sides, it's product and service, not down the, the products, but services is something everybody, everybody has a phone. He said, you get paid every time the phone rang. He, I said, when I saw that, I jumped in. So a friend of mine called me. One day he said, I got something you need to see. I said, what is it? I got something to show you. I go, what is it? When he came in my office, he showed me, because I was in real estate, I did well. I had a real estate company with 100 agents working for me and owned a mortgage company next door, peace insurance, I did well. Wow. And, uh, so you got your own brokerage too? Oh okay. God, you had my own brokerage, that's what I was doing. I, I got into real estate, I read, I read a book. Everything I did, I, read a book. I read a book and started, started doing real estate. And back in the good old days, uh, you, know, you didn't need a broker's license. There was a guy that was uh, always drinking and, and he was always, you know, he, he, you know, he, was, he was an alcoholic. And, and I said, I tell you what, why would I do this? Let me incorporate your license into an LLC. Back in those days, you could do that. Wow. And uh, I'll pay you hundred dollars transaction so he could stay in his his happiness and he was like dude that's a miracle that's a god bless for me right so he got what he wanted i got what i wanted and uh that's how i started wow. and uh before i knew it, i had 100 agents working for me and from that point i, I when i saw network marketing a guy came to my office he walked in he locked the door he pulled the shade down and took my landline back in them day landline off the hook and i said you in trouble. <laughs> he goes, no, man, I need 20 minutes of mano-mano time. I didn't want any interruptions. See, we're yep. so busy, got these yep. things calling for our time. He said, I don't want any interruptions. I said, okay, what you got? And once he got finished, I says, how much? A couple hundred dollars? I'm thinking it back in my mind. I blow down on the weekend, forget on Monday morning who I took out and what happened. <laughs> exactly. So I said, dude, I'm in. And uh, long story short, by my third year, I was doing six figures a month that's crazy and then it just elevated what, from there. what age is what age was that gosh i had to be 30 31 32 something like that wow and uh, it's just it's just before you knew it my organization was in 14 different countries wow. i mean it just blew up i mean i had the, my best month was about eight thousand people joined my team in one month worldwide that's crazy yeah so that's where I, that's my starting and here we are years later 30 30 plus years later in the network market and uh, now, I, I, you know, like I said, I've been in several books and magazines, and I, I, I've been blessed. So my prayer every morning is, God, who do I need to know and who needs to know me? So I get up every morning right. with attitude and gratitude. I remember you telling me that. I, I get, you um, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I get up every morning just thanking God. Thank you for the life I've had. Who can I bless? Who can I help? Who is deserving, like my mentor said, who is deserving of my time? Exactly. I remember you just sitting with your group of friends, right? Yeah. I came up to you, like, come here, let's talk. So what made you want to extend that conversation after our first talk? Because I remember we met at a Starbucks. What did you see in me that you didn't see in the other people that you saw, uh, that you talked to that night? Well, first of all, is how you carried yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of people are ego driven and my buddy actually called me up to come out and, uh, you know, who's also one of the guys who I mentor, who's also a millionaire, you know, and done well in his, his company. And, and, uh, and we're there chit chat. We do this quite a bit. We always get together and have some cigars. I always can bring a couple of Cubans. And right. we just sit down and talk about the old days and who's doing what. And we just cherish each other's time and love each other. And not that we're trying to create in different companies because we have a friendship that we have over, gosh, 30, 20, 20, yeah, 30 years. That's crazy. So, um, and then, because uh, when high-end things come up, we like to go to them and then support what's going on. And of course. Then the, gov the governor came out, we bought that, him a- That was crazy, The governor right? came, <laughs> bought, bought the governor a drink and chit-chat with the governor a little bit. Yep. Um, you know, it's just being a part of giving back. Like, you know, you were, you stood out, you, where you carried yourself. You had a young man with you that was around you to gain your knowledge. I said, man, this is amazing. So, you know, like they say, game recognized game. So I, I saw a young man, <laughs> didn't know how young you were, 24. I had no idea. Yep, I, brought a, I brought someone with me. Yep, yeah, you brought somebody that. with yep, you. And yep. he was following around, asking, listening. And you had him listening to conversations so he could learn. See, understand, uh, with a closed fist, you can't give or see. Exactly. The more God gives you, the more you give, the more you get. But a lot exactly. of people, what can, you, what can I get out of this? What can I get? What can I get? Rather than what can I give? And I saw that in you, which I have in me, is let me help this person. Exactly. Unconditionally. 
you know. Exactly. And then we sat down. I said, man, unconditionally, we're gonna be, we're gonna be friends anyway, right. just because there's nothing I want from you. Exactly. And vice right. versa, you know. But if anything, knowledge. So, you know, I've always learned to seek knowledge from people who know what they're doing and have gone before me. Right. Which, which you're smart about it. That's what I, I, I like about you because you're out seeking that. Now you were not drinking and partying. You were just, who? What can I learn from this? Right. And I feel like I've been like that ever since I was a, a younger kid, man. A lot of people that I know used to peer pressure me into drinking or anytime I was in high school or college, they would try to peer pressure me into drinking, smoking, going to parties. But it's funny, you know, my girlfriend and I were recently talking about this and, you know, I've known my girlfriend for about six to seven years now. So I've known her since I was 18 years old, right? And she, she's, she's known me ever since I, I basically started this business, right? We were talking about it and she's kind of the same way. Like she, she doesn't smoke, drink or do anything like that. But I, I was telling her, even before I met her, I wasn't doing any of that. I wanted something more than what a lot of my family members or what people around me thought that I could personally do, right? I wanted more. I knew I could do more. I didn't want to do what ordinary people were doing, right? That's good. You know, I, I have never done with that. Like I said, I've never had a job, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm saying that being very humble because that's exactly. a blessing in itself. Exactly. But when I say it, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Understood. It's just that I'm fortunate. But my, my calling, if you will, you know, I think God gave us all two or three talents inside of us. A parent's supposed to be uh, bringing out, you know, the genie inside every child. Exactly. Genie means genius in us. And most of us want us to be this way or that way, put us in a box or put a title on us. Mm. And I thank God that I never was that. And I've always been to a point of being an entrepreneur. Right. And I always went the different route. And I kept a small group around me, people that I love and trust, because, the, you know, it's not lonely at the top. It's just that very few people think like us. Exactly. And that wolf things, you know, people always say, oh, it must be nice. Well, yeah, you could get it too if you really want it. But... People exactly. have excuses after excuses after excuses. I just feel like people don't believe in themselves enough. Yes. Right? Like it, they'll say X, Y, and Z. Like I'll do, I want to do this. I want to do that. But they never take action. Yeah. They never the execute the idea. That's the key. They, they never take actions or they want it to come uh, insolently to you. You know, just like uh, a couple years ago, if I'd have told the average person the whole world would close down, right? Okay. And, the, and the clouds would open up for a network marketing business and the stars are lined up. They would, you know. They had to wait to the last minute to jump in something. Right. In other words, they wait to their backs against the wall, and they want me to make you know do magic. Hurry, hurry, hurry! You know, no, no, no. <laughs> it takes work, but if you take your time and pace yourself. My first year, I put an hour day in my network marketing business, and what I did, I got a journal because my mentor said get a journal. If I talk to you ten minutes, I put ten minutes. If I talk to somebody twenty minutes, thirty minutes. I got my hour in. Okay, I got my hour in. Wow. You know, and the next year, I mean, I like wow. When I first year, I'm like wow, this is not bad. By my third year, I was doing 60,000, well, you know, that my second year, I was doing 60 grand that year. My second year, part-time. And I said, wait a minute. There's the average here. person has eight hours. Yep. I did it in three. Yep. And I said, wait a minute, this is crazy. Exactly. I'm making what they do in, in three hours would take the average person eight hours to make in a year, and I did it part-time around my schedule. Right. Why no more people won't do this? Because again, like I said, they don't believe in themselves. And I said, my God, next year I was making that a month. But it, it blew me away because anybody, could, if they really, like I say, stay on track. So one thing I had working for me was the power of leverage and compounding through the power of network marketing. Mm -hmm. J. Paul Getty, who said, I'd rather get 1% of everybody's effort than 100% of my own. That's why he became the, one of the first billionaires in the world, because he understood the law of numbers. Mm -hmm. The average person, man, like I said, if they don't go to work Monday through Friday, they don't make a dime. Yep. But what if they did like I did, put an hour a day, then next year, two or three hours, and then next third, third year, or before that, they're full-time, and they replace your income 100%. Now they got total income, which is called residual income, and I have, they own their life. Like for me, I own my life. I could be anywhere, anytime, and I, right. it's something I wish more people would do. Right. And like you said, you are the kind of guy that understands that, and that's why we're having this conversation. Exactly. I've been in network marketing, right? I've done insurance. I did travel you know we talked about this a little bit briefly when we when we talked the second time I feel like network marketing has a bad rap right if you were to tell people this or have them sign up or whatever it is through network marketing what do you say to the people that call it a pyramid scheme well you know it's so funny you said that I, I tell people your, your job's a pyramid <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> you think about it, yeah. It is. No, it is. There's a president, <laughs> yeah. vice president, upper management, yep. lower management, supervisor, you know, guy at the tie way up here. 
believe I mean, you know, and, <laughs> and there's a worker bees at the bottom. It's so funny that what I did, I, I, uh, I have a picture on my phone when people say that. I, I show them a picture of Sam's Club. Right. Because inside of Sam Club, on the wall, when you first walk in, if you look, I see the left or right side, there's a picture, there's a pyramid of the structure at Sam's Club. Right. And I told people, I said, here's a picture of the Sam's Club. Is that, is that, is that look like pyramid? Because they're all like, oh, oh, yeah. Because you know what? Ignorance is blitz. Yep. Their job is a pyramid. Mm. You can never make as much money as the CEO of the company mm. or your manager or your boss. But in network marketing, it clears the playing field. You can, if you go to work, you can make more than they make. Exactly. with less time and effort involved. It's called leverage. It's working for you, not you being leveraged for somebody else. So I explain it to people that way. Everything is life network market. Show me what isn't, and I'll show you it is. Mm. Military, you got a general, colonel, major, captain, lieutenant, so, uh, all the way down to sergeant, the corporal, the buck, more, more buck privates. Right. Everything in life network market, but the little guy don't know no better because mm. he's not willing to expand his thinking, like you said, or his knowledge about learning something different. Understood. You know, we wait till we lose a job, then we go learn another job, and we just at the same job, same industry. But we have to want something more. Right. Yeah. You know, and don't wait till something happens in your life. Start it now. I mean, if some people start network marketing this year, they could be successful next year or two and, and walk away if they wanted to. Right. Right. You know, but we're so busy being programmed, brainwashed that 401k, that ain't gonna work because that 401k is down to a K. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every, everything's going up. Rent's going up. Gas is going up. Utilities going. Everything but their everything. income. And that's why wow. people are going to crime and doing just goofy things. I mean, they trick people with titles, you know. Uh, I was walking, I went to stop and rob, I mean, I mean, I mean stop and go <laughs> the, the other day. And this guy had a title, assistant manager. I looked around, I said, ain't nobody here but you, who you managing? <laughs> you see, but, but they, they give people titles rather than show them the way out. I see. So again, right, I did network marketing. I was pretty good at it. Got to show the people the ring Yay! for the people that are watching, right? I told my mentor at the time, he had a six-figure ring. It said 100K Club. When I got out of that business, I was like, I want to do that for my own company. Made my first six figures in 2021. Congratulations. Right? I just got this ring in, right? And if you guys see it, it says- it's Beautiful. 2021 right here, and it says the name. It says Six Figure Club, so. You know, we're not going to give you an exact amount, but, you know, yeah. just, just know. Yeah, he's on his <laughs> we, way we to the seven-figure next. Hey, man, that's that's the goal. That's the goal, brother. Yeah. I will do it before I'm 30 or by the time I am 30. Yeah, there you go. And I know I'm going to do it. There you go. Well, see, you're smart already. You diversify from network marketing to other businesses. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm, look, I make my money in network marketing. If you look at wealthy people, they all have real estate. I make my money in network marketing, but I diversify in other, other investments and things I've done and you know, talk uh, about that a little bit. You know, talk about I, your, I, your different it. investments. Man, you know, I've been on, I've been on the bank. Probably board. not right now, but like you know, because it's everything's just kind of iffy. But like, talk about your your investments from when you started or when you started investing to now. Well, at one point, I had fifty four properties in hotels. I even wow. bought a, I even bought a hotel on a credit card. I, that, I mean, I can tell you some stories. I, I've done well. I mean, tell us about that. Diversify. I had a, there's in the Bay Area. There was a, a guy had a hotel up and he wanted to sell it and. Um, I had my credit card and I, he needed a down payment. He said, I'll carry the loan for you, but I need X amount of dollars down. I said, really? Ooh. So being being smart and innovative, because that's all network marketers are. See, write this down if you're taking notes. All we are as network marketers are solving problems. The average person does not solve problems. And I've tried to find, okay, you want this much money down. Okay, what can I get that? I was just starting out a little bit. And I said, you know what? I can pull some capital from my other properties, or I can use my credit card. Mm. So I had a credit card and I, I used the money on the credit card for the down payment. And he carried the loan and it cash flow. And matter wow. of fact, I, uh, I named it after the two guys that worked for me. It was called S and J. And I had a, uh, a guy worked for me, his name was Steve, and I had another Hispanic guy named Jose. I said, I'm gonna call it S and J. So I would go by there, leave my Ferrari next door, uh, and I, I'd be the, I was reverse discriminated, I don't know. It was the reverse roles, let's put it that way. Right. I was known, I, was, I worked at the janitor there. I, I, they would see me sweeping the hallways with the broom. But wow. nobody knew I was the owner. They thought I was just, uh, you know, they, they everybody crazy. thought they owned it and ran it. And I just, so that way I could hear all the stuff going on. <laughs> so in other words, I was doing other undercover boss, you know, 25 years ago. That's smart. Yeah, I was very smart. It was I was undercover boss way back for this program come on today. So I, I get to hear what's going on in my building. Wow. You know, that was when, I mean, I've done so many, you know, I had a guy that come over from Vietnam and he had a 280ZX and um, about 7,000 in his pocket. He wanted to buy one of my rentals. And I said, okay, fine. You you don't have any credit? No problem. You really want it that bad? Give me the seven thousand. Give me the two eighty ZX. Sign it over to me, so that I'll give you three grand for that. Plus it's seven grand. I'll make it ten thousand. I'll carry the loan for you for three or four years. Oh, you know, my interest rate on the underlying loan was 
probably six or seven percent, and I did it him for nine percent. So I got a two percent override on the on the loan plus profit. So I'm a horse trader. I was a horse trader, man. I've always been a horse crazy. trader. But see, most people they don't know how to be creative. That's the key. They don't know how to think outside the box. Right. You know, if I put nine dots up here and say, okay, connect all nine dots with just four straight lines without lifting off the paper, most people can do it. Exactly. Because you're always thinking inside the box. Mm -hmm. Successful entrepreneurs like yourself think outside the box. You said, hey, I want to. I did never marketing. Now I want to do my own business in the shoe business. And now look at me. Well, you just you didn't. You, what did you do? Anybody could do what you did. Not not take anything away from you. You just exactly. thought outside the box and you just executed. Exactly. Yep, yep. So many people have dreams out there, but they just don't execute them. Yep. I thought about an idea. I executed it, and. It's not only just me selling shoes, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I do a lot of other things. I do content creation. I have my own book. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. There right? you go. Um, I do a lot of things, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people got to find different ways to monetize what their main thing is, right? Yeah. So, for example, social media was something that I thought I could just get paid on from that specific platform. So whether it was TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Initially, I thought I could only get paid from just their AdSense, right? If I post a video, I could get paid off of that video, whatever. But there's so many different ways that you can monetize what you got going on, especially if you build a community, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like that's very important when you have your own business is having that type of community, right? Because if you don't have a community, then if you think about it, what else, what else do you have? Because a typical reseller, right? You're already selling a marketed product. Jordans, Yeezys from Adidas, any of these Nikes. If you really think about it, if you're a typical reseller, you're really not a true entrepreneur. If you already took a marketed product, you're putting it on a platform that essentially already has an X amount of people on that platform. And then all you gotta do is collect the dollars, collect the profit, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not really entrepreneurial. The way it's entrepreneurial is if you take that idea, you start building a community, you start getting all these, all this different information from your clientele, their name, their address, their phone number, all this stuff. God forbid anything were to happen to these platforms, you're still able to connect with them. Absolutely. Right? Through email marketing or any of these other platforms, right? Still network marketing because you're networking with your market. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and that's what's so, so important today, you know, is having that, that, that community. Which is what you're doing. You're doing a great job of it. Thank you. Thank you're you, man. So, I mean, this is another way that we're going to be growing the community, yeah. and you're you're a part of it, brother. Well, well you know, I thank really you. Appreciate I appreciate that. that. You know, <laughs> one of the things I teach people, because here again, they don't understand money. Because understand, money was never taught in school. Money wasn't taught at home because my parents didn't have any. Exactly. Uh, in 1905, the Rocke the Rockefeller Foundation took out financial education out of the school system deliberately. We don't want you to know about money. Wow. We want you to be slaves, okay? Right, right, or right. we like you, you could be a manager of our company, run our company, we give you a title, but not ownership. Just like when I talk to people, I say, look, let me ask you a question. Do you have $324 to start a home-based business? Let me show you how we're gonna make back six to $800 to 1,000 in the first 30 days. And it's not if it works, it's been working forever for me, but let me teach you if you're, here's, 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 my, here's, my, uh, here's my thing, if you're coachable. You got to be coachable. Here's my, you know, you got to be coachable. And so many people like the Karate Kid, wax on, <laughs> wax, wax off. off. Yeah. And, and they thought, you know, that, you know, he thought he was washing Mr. Miyagi's cars and waxing them until he got in the ring. Mr. Miyagi, you're not teaching me. Well, he thought he was going to teach him classroom style. And that's what people even never market. They're going to be classroom style. No, mm. it's on-the-job training. I'll teach you. So when he got in the ring, what did Mr. Miyagi say? Daniel-san! Wax on, woo -woo. wax off, woo -woo. oh my God, I know karate. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the same thing about network marketing. A lot of people don't have a good coach right. or they don't follow through. It's not that it doesn't work. People just don't work it. Mm. You see what I mean? So one of my goals is I'll make you six to $800 with a $324 investment. Take, now take that to the bank. Who, where, where can you make that kind of money in 30 days? Legally, you know, mm. and, I, and, I, and I show them and they're like, whoa. And also someone make a thousand. I say that's just, that's the it's like a baseball game. You got the first base. Now let's go making twenty five hundred to five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand. Let's go from now. Now they're a believer. They're a believer. But I have to first of all take your three hundred, which is not a lot of money. It is if you don't have it. Take that money and now 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 let's go to work. Be coachable, and within thirty days let's make six to eight, maybe a thousand dollars with that. Wow. Bingo. Now you got your money back. What's your return on your investment? All right. Infinity. See, and I just show people a little bit. You don't need a lot, just a little bit, but I gotta, first of all, change their mindset. Right. See, 
So if a person willing to sit there, change their mindset and be coachable, that's, that's, that's my disclaimer. You got to be coachable. And when I give you something totally different because you've been living your way for so long, that's all you know. When somebody gives you something different, it's a foreign to you, you're not willing to listen and to learn that technique, to learn how to do it. So when we move into a new house apartment, psychologists tells us it takes us 21 days to figure out what the light switches are. It's not that we're dumb or stupid, we're creatures of habit. How do you change a bad habit? But start a new habit. And that's all it is, is habit. Watch this, we're so programmed, so brain, watch this. Do you, I tell people, do you realize you know how to get to work without, I mean, your car know how to get to work without you in it. All you do is get in the morning, go out and start the motor, you don't even know the left turn or right turn, yep. oh, I'm already at work. Oh my God, and you go, oh shoot, it's my day off. <laughs> we're so programmed for, you know, we're, we're, we live in a box, you know. The bed is shaped like a box. You get out, uh, sit at the table shaped like a box. Eat cereal out of a box. You get in your car shaped like a box. You go to work, sit at the desk shaped like a box. And at 12 o'clock, eat out of a lunch box. And then you go home, sit on the box and watch Idiot Box. I mean, we, we're trained for nothing more than being entertained when we're off work. You know, sports, we're entertained. No, no. Who's watching you make your first million? Quit watching TV. I go, oh, Friday night, we're on football. Man, hey, God bless you. Who's watching you make your first million? That's why those guys make money, because you're in the bleachers, they're on the field. Get on the field in your own business. You, you're on the field with your shoe business. You're on the field with Never Market. You're on the field. You're not in the bleachers paying to come in. You're getting paid to be there. Right. It's a difference in a spectator and also a person on the field playing in the sport. Right, right. You got to get on the field, folks. So you know, making money is one thing, mm -hmm. but keeping it is another. Right. Mm -hmm. What are a few ways that you keep your money and how do you keep it growing? Well, you know, time. first of all, investments are very important. That's another that's another avenue. I do a lot of investments in real estate. Like right now, I'm having a place built and I'm paying cash for it because I can. But <laughs> but uh, and it's in a different country. You know, I mean, because I, I you know, I, I'm not just I'm not just one sided. I'm not one dimension. Right. So one of the first things I teach people now, take the money, invest it. You know, if you want to get a nice car, get a nice car if you have never had one. But 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 understand you want your money to grow and mine is invested in real estate and other assets like real estate and things like that i'm a big gold guy silver guy but i but but you know that's the hedge because we know that the government's printing this money that's why we're in trouble now because inflation the little guy can't get ahead he's he, the middle class is getting crushed right now right i mean it's sad so you know you right. can't get ahead working for 90 my, you know robert you know think about it 95 percent of the people they w they work for money the fiber centers we're not different, we just do opposite things. We take the W, if you flip the W upside down, it's an M. We make money while the people work for it. Mm. See, it's wealthy people work smart, it's all idea. Money's not even real, money's just an idea. It's an idea. That's all it is, it's an idea. When you go to work, you're trading your hours, which is precious for dollars. And every year you're diminishing your work skills because you're not growing. And when they get tired of it, you know, you get over 40, they trade you in for 220s. <laughs> and now you're kicked to the curve of social insecurity, and that's about ready to run out. So what's your backup plan? And most people, they want to put their head in the ground and don't want to think about it. Right. You know, just like you're talking about, you don't drink, you don't smoke. And I, I admire that because you're out here making your wealth young while you, while you, can, enjoy, while you can enjoy it. Exactly. I'm at the other side of the coin. I've done well. Now I'm enjoying it. I like good Cuban cigars. I like to have a cocktail. <laughs> but when I'm working, I'm working. But I, 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 this is a luxury for me. Trust right. me. Because I'm very disciplined. That's another key. Exactly. You are very disciplined. The fiber centers, we're very disciplined. We're got disciplined. To got to be. You got to be. It's but very important. Yeah. The average person, you know, they're, by the time they've got their paycheck, they're broke. You know, they're broke. I mean, I tell people all the time, don't, aren't you pissed off when you get your check on Friday? The top says, gross! The bottom says, like, where's the rest of my money? <laughs> well, your good old Uncle Sam, the uncle that you never met, he gets his first and you get yep. the leftovers because you're not smart enough to have a business. Mm. So write having everything a, off. Yeah, you write everything off. I write everything off. Look, I just took my car to get it washed. Tax write-off. I gas my car, write-off. My right. mileage, write-off. I take trips and vacations. It's all a write-off. Yep, the cigars are write-off. Yeah, man, I tell you, every, most, but they, because we have home-based business, the government says we're going to give you a break because you're business owners. Yep. It's the worker bees we want to tax hard. Yep. And it's sad that they got more IRS that it's got to prove for more IRS agents to come after the middle class. Mm. They want to wipe you out because right. you're not smart enough to invest in a home. Even the money, look, even the money start my business is $324. It's a write-off. <laughs> but, you know, here's what I hear. I'm sure you hear this. Why? Well, I don't have $324 to lose. Right. See, you're already thinking wrong. Who said lose? Mm -hmm. I said invest. 
there's a difference in a trader and there's a difference in a uh, day trader. True, very true. Trader, see, I'm, I'm an, an investor and a trader is what I call it. Yeah, I'm an investor. There you go. I'm an investor, I'm long term. Long -term. A trader's in and out, in and out. I've been in this deal, I did that deal, I tried never market, I tried this one, I tried, ah, now it worked. Yep. No, you just didn't stick long enough to learn. And you don't lose until you sell. That's right. right. Day traders are always, it's either one or the other. It's either you lose or you make. Lose or you make, right? Yeah. Well, it's like I had a guy, my stock went down 30%, I've lost money. No, you only lose it when you sell it. You sell it it exactly. might come back, but exactly. here again, I don't deal with stocks uh, I, I, you know I, I did some you know I, I, I deal with things that I could control mm. see that's the that's the beauty of it and uh, I I, uh, I stick what I'm, I'm good at I stay in my lane right uh, people come with me all kind of investment stuff I go great God bless you you know <laughs> you want to be able to feel it you want to be able to touch it yeah exactly now that's don't it. get me wrong look if you invest if you lose 80% of the, if you win 80% of the time and lose 20 you're good but the average person wants to win 100% and they're not willing to put 100% in. Mm. If I lose investment, I've lost money in investments before, probably use some in the future, but as long as I'm ahead 80%, I lose 20%, I'm ahead of the game. Exactly. That's why Vegas is built with losers. You know, I mean, Vegas is the only town you ever see people drive in on Rolls Royce and Bentleys and leave out on Greyhound. Mm. They try to beat the bank. Look, Vegas has got this, that's their system. They ain't losing. Mm. They'll let one or two pieces win to draw the rest of the, the people in. Right. You see, but the average person doesn't know what long-term means. Right. And stick it in one program and, until it, you know, just work with it. And have a good mentors. That's really a key, having good mentors. And then what are you reading? Most people don't read. That knowledge. You know, don't knowledge. Education, I get up. Self-education. Yeah. Man, I get up 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. I, this past week, I got a couple of my new guys. I said, call me anytime. 3 o'clock in the morning, my phone rang. Hello? Oh, you do answer. 3.30, <laughs> yeah, I told you guys, you got two weeks with me. Anytime you want, in the morning, call me, I mean, and, I, and they blow me, because I said, well, first of all, I got people on the East Coast, I got people in the UK I talk to too, not just, you know, just not here in Vegas. Right. I'm an international kind of guy. Right. So right. I'm on I different time that. scones. You know, it's just weird, people are like, oh, you know, because they're so small thinking in their vision. This is a big world out here. You know, it amazes me when I lived in the Bay Area, <clears throat> how people in San Francisco never been to Oakland or Berkeley and they see the bridge and vice versa. Let's mm. loan the state or let's loan the world. It's a big world out here. It is. Yeah, next week I'm going to take off to go to Mexico nice. uh, for a little bit. I come You're back. Always I've traveling, those, I'm always traveling because life life is short, but you got to, this is a big world out here. Yep. And there's so many people. And I try to learn a little bit of everybody's language. I spend two hours a day, three hours a day on Spanish. I try to learn different things, different cultures because people are ignorant. Mm. This is a big world out here. I try to, you know, I, I, I was speaking to Gala, this lady. Oh my God, you speak to Gala? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like, wow, I didn't think you, you know, you know, when you say different languages. Say a little bit of Tagalog. Oh, como esta acá? Oh, okay, okay. Me bute? Salama, salama po. So when I speak, they're like, oh my God. So I try to learn a little bit, you know, of everybody's, a little bit of everything because mm. the variety is the spice of life. There's so many people, just their little community, their little ethnic group, their little, little, and they don't never venture out. Or, or even foods. I tell people, have you ever tried uh, 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 Senegal? Like, no. What's that? Have you ever tried uh, lumpia? Mm. What's that? Or chicken adobo? And they oh, I don't know. Oh, sound, and all of a sudden, they try it. Oh, this is good. Right. But wait a minute. You didn't like it a few minutes ago. Right. Open your mind up to expand, to learn. See, you said something unique. How would you know if you never tried it? Exactly. Exactly, and they're like, "Wow, this is amazing." See, Where's so, it called again? So now, now you're now you're in the place where you can, you know, experience other cultures. You're able to travel. You're able to do these other things and learn about other people's cultures, right? I've been that way all my life. I've always been around different nationalities. I never want to stay with just one. I always, mm. I was here again. I've always been very diverse. And most people I've mentored in the twenties and thirties, some forty, but I've always been that way. This yep. is just the spirit that God gave me. Yep, and you that's know? smart because now you can relate to, a you can relate a little bit to each and every one of these cultures, right? Yeah, you I'm can looking talk to them in a certain way. Yeah, I was looking at some some places in Africa to buy. I mean, I've been to Africa twice. I mean, I've been, I've been, I, like, I have been blessed. Right. I've traveled. I was looking at a, uh, talking to a guy earlier in uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi. I was just there about seven years ago in Abu Dhabi, mm. over the next down uh, the road from Dubai. I mean, there's so much of this world people never seen. Right. You go there. I mean, it's, it's just it's this wealth on top of wealth. I mean, people have three and four Lamborghinis and Ferraris. <laughs> you know, you come here like you know, it's just a different culture. I learned That's a little bit crazy, Arabic. You know, Handala Mishmila. So I just try to learn different cultures as I travel. Mm. It's, it's a big world out there. Right. You know, I don't want to be, you know, we, we, we have God brought us in this world with a date to, 
to live and the date we're going to pass away. The most important thing is what you do between that dash. Exactly. And you know what? Let, let, let me fit this in there since you said that. On a note card, I recently put on this note card on in front of my desk. I said, work hard now while you're young so you could spend time with your parents and your family while they're still young. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, you know, people always ask me, Dylan, take a, take a break. Take, you know, kind of take, take a step back. Right? And like, you know, enjoy. And like, I'm like, yeah, I could do that. But I also want to be able, because that's essentially my purpose, right? I also want to be able to, you know, spend time with my parents while they're still young. There you go. Right? Because by the time they're 80, 90, or, you know, however old they get, right? I don't want, I, I want to still be able to laugh with them. I still, I still want to be able to do some other activities with them while they're so young, travel with them, and be able to give back to them tenfold. Yeah, I've done right? that with my parents before they passed away. We would take them on trips, cruises, and bought my fur coats over in Korea. I mean, right. took them where, you know, it's like this December, I'm going down, my, my, my sweetheart, her son uh, is turning 18, so we're gonna celebrate uh, New Year's Eve with him, and we're gonna be in Miami New Year's. We come back from, from, from Mexico, and then down to Miami for a week or so. You know, nice. uh, two weeks, uh, two months ago, we rented a beach house out there on the beach and had some people come, friends come in and stay with us. You know, that's what wealth is. See, people don't understand wealth is not money. It could be health, it's insight. It's traveling the world, it's seeing the world, but it's also sharing with people that you love. Exactly. See, and people get wealth mixed up because wealth is all that, mm. you know? You know, like, I'll give an example. Uh, it's a mindset. December 20th is my year in. Every year, December 20th, I'm ending my year. And I'm usually in the wine country, my favorite restaurant, De Bel Soleil up in Napa. And I have my favorite table right there on the balcony and it's reserved for me. And I come in, I got my hat on there and my have my little horn and my little, little hat I put on. And it's a very high-end restaurant, very yeah. high. And they're like, yeah. we happy new year. And the people are like, is he okay? <laughs> you know, oh, that's Al Thomas. He's in, he's telling, you know, that, that should be my spot. And I, I stopped doing that five years ago because but I, I do something, I go somewhere else. So this time I'll be in Mexico for, for and at December 20th, I stop, I set my goals for 2024. Mm. I can go back, I have what I call my green book. I can go back and show you 30 years of goals. Wow. When I thought $100,000 was a lot of money, I said, well, I want to have 100000 to me, 30, I was a lot of money. And then you get right. there like, it's nothing. Right. You know, I was, I was, I was admiring your, your hundred, your, your six figure ring. You just, you gave me a blessing when I said, you know what, I'm going home and dust off my, my, my seven figure ring and put it on and wear it <laughs> yes, for the sir. next two days. Cause I got a yes, million dollar ring. But, but, but it goes back to, I, I love to see young guys like yourself that have goals and accomplishing things and setting it up and listen to people like you've done, who's done it and uh, want to learn from that because yes. there's two ways you learn. One is the hard r- way of trial and error or you could be smart like you are, learn from people that's already done what you exactly. want done. Exactly. You know, and that's why I thank God every morning because God gave me three billionaires that trained me, billionaires. And I listened to them and I never had to work a job. Man, God is great, man. God is so amazing, man. Yes, He'll sir. give you what you want if you go for it. He says, seek and you shall find. Ask him to guide you, man. That's, that's right. It. Every morning, man, I get up and I'm just so grateful. Mm. Here's my prayer for every morning, this is my prayer. And I was talking to one of my guys earlier. My prayer every morning, God, who do I need to know and who needs to know me? Let me break that down. Who do I need to know? No, who can I bless? Mm. And who needs to know me? Who can, who, who, who can bless me? Who can bless me? I was out, give an idea. The other day I was out at a restaurant two nights ago. Friends in town, we went to a little restaurant, uh, a tan restaurant, a great place. And uh, this guy, Ken, walks in and, and, and my, my, my server, you know, I'm a regular, the server comes over, uh, his name is Todd. Todd says, hey Al, that guy just walked in right there. I go, what guy, right there? Right there, I said, yeah. He's, that's Ken. I said, who's Ken? Ken spent a quarter million dollars 20 years ago for a space, trip to space. He just took it this summer. Trip to space? To space. And it's in a newspaper. Let me show you on the phone. He Googled the guy. There he, there he is. That's him. He just went this summer. He just went to the space, out of space, paid a quarter million dollars. And 20 years ago, now think about this. His money's been sitting there for 20 years. Wow. He had somebody offer him a million dollars to go to buy his ticket. But he said, no, he's, no, no, I'm going. So he just completed it this year, this summer. How do you even do that? Well, my other friend, I got another friend. <laughs> I got another friend that was with me that night. Jordan Allen spent a quarter million dollars to go to space with Richard Branson. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so, crazy. So, you know, who do I, I, who do I meet that day? I met a man. Think about how many of us get a chance to meet a person who actually went to space. So my prayer reminded God, who do I need to know and who need to know me? Wow. And that was my blessing back from, from, hey, this guy you need to meet. Would you ever go to space? I don't know. 
I tell you, I got close to space. Let me tell you a story. My third jet that I bought, I got up to about, well, you don't supposed to go this high. You know, usually I go 40, 41,000 when I have my private, my own jet, and I got up to 52,000. You can't stay up there but a few seconds and come down because right, 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 right. the cabin and, and but you, I got right to see the outer space and I came right back down. No that was, way. That was crazy, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. The only thing a jet gives you is your, is your freedom back. Let me tell you another story. I remember I was over in Germany. Uh, we took the jet. We were over in Germany, and uh, um, I, saw, I saw two sunsets that day. Uh, I was leaving Germany, and uh, I got in line late for our takeoff time. We left Germany. I, I stopped in um, uh, Ireland, mm. uh, the gas to jet up. Stopped in Ireland. I got off. Got a, 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 a off. The island's beautiful. The gra oh god, it, it, that's why they called it the, the Emerald. Gassed up in Ireland, came across out of Nova Scotia, and landed in Dallas, Texas. Saw two sunsets that day. Mm. So I had breakfast in Germany. I had lunch and, and dinner. I had dinner in, in Papados in, in Dallas the same day. Saw two sunsets in one day. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Life, man. I, I think. I mean, I've I've I got wow. so, so many life experiences, man. <laughs> So many life experiences, man. So you've you've had. I'm pretty sure you have. A, like you said, you you had the the, the, the three billionaire mentors, right? Um, you know. So what nuggets of information did they teach you that to this day, you know, you still live by? And like, what do you what do you, how, how how can you relate that to everyone watching or listening right now? You know, I still do what they told me to do. I still live by what they told me. I still, I'm still eating off the nuggets of wisdom that they gave me 30 years ago. Okay. Still to this day, so give it's us still a few. ringing. You know, one is get up in the morning. Um, first of all, give, give, give God, give, be grateful, be grateful. Gratitude. Like this strategy. Well, on my conference call I did this morning, my team, I said, guys, get up. Get, what are you grateful for? And I'll start off first. I say I'm grateful I got up this morning in the United States of America. I got up because I could have been in Iraq, Iran, or Eucrasia, or some company blown up. My my family's blown up. I, I'm thankful I get up in the morning. I turn on the faucet in my bathroom, and one faucet, cold air comes out. Mm. Or if I turn the other one on, hot water comes out. I, I'm grateful I get up to I flip a switch on the wall. Hot air comes out. Flip the other way. Cold air comes out. I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works, but I'm grateful. Mm. See, a lot of things we're not even grateful for because we take everything for 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 granted. I'm grateful. You know, it's like the old story, the man complained about not having shoes, so he met a man who had no feet. Mm. You know, but you got to get up with the attitude of gratitude. Don't talk about what you don't have. Be grateful for what you do have, and maybe God will give you more. Wow. If you take care of the things you've got, he'll give you more, but you've got to be giving. you got to be a giver. Like I said, with a closed fist, a closed, you can't give or receive. The more you give, the more mm -hmm. God will bless you with. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be a giver. And uh, that's been my whole thing, and I've always been that way. Been very, been, like I said, being a conduit. That's what I was going to say, being a conduit. My goal, who, who do I need to know? Who do you know? It's being a conduit, like copper, to, to, to electricity. You got to be a conduit. You got to be able to give and receive, but you got to be able to give first. Exactly. You know, you don't go to the fireplace, oh man, it's cold out here, give me a fire, then I'll get the wood. <laughs> no, you got to get the wood, and then you get the fire. Exactly. So many people want to take before they give. Mm. So you got to be able to give before you get. Very, and that's the philosophy that I always true. live by. Very true, man. You got to be able to provide value to the people around you. Exactly. That's why right? your community is growing because you're, you're providing value. That's it. You're and I feel like a people. lot of people don't understand that, man. You know, I feel like like they don't understand that concept of value, providing value to the people around you, right? It's like, if you think about it, we probably wouldn't have been sitting here if, 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 I, if I didn't provide some type of value and vice versa. Right. I and saw that night you were giving value, not to cut you off. You know, exactly. And you know <laughs> what I mean? And just like any of these people that I'm meeting or these high, these high level people that I'm meeting, right? Like I want to see how I can try to provide value to them. So I see what I'm really good at, right? I see my expertise. I see the skills that, you know, I've learned throughout the years and the wisdom that I've gotten throughout the years. And I try to teach and educate and provide this value to these people. Right. And for me, I give with the expectation that I'm not even going to get anything back from them, right? That's how you should do it. Because exactly. let me tell you something. You give on the left, God may bless you on the right. Mm. But you just got to give it. He says, cast your cares upon the water. It will not come back void. Exactly. Now, he didn't say it was going to come back the same way you gave it. You may give here, and it will come back around over exactly. here. Exactly. But you got to give first. That's exactly. the whole idea. Givers, and I learned this years ago, givers gain. Mm. Givers gain. Take her, yeah, and it, and it doesn't just gotta be money. Ooh. It could be knowledge, like you said, wisdom, time, time, like, uh, exactly. Yeah, Saturday mornings, I loved going to my church and giving back at my church. What, 
we have 175 cars come through on Saturdays from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. I'm giving groceries all the time. I've humbled myself. They know who I am. I'm giving groceries every morning, every Sunday. I, Saturday, I look it's forward to it man. because it's a way of giving back to my community. They don't know who I am, but it's not important who I am. My job is I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you. You're in need. You know, it's sad when you see trucks pull up, uh, big camper trucks uh, uh, that, you know, carry food and, and beds are back in there. Mattresses are all dirty and kids are living in there. It's just sad. You know, and then the guy next car come pull up. The guy's got a got a got a got a Tesla. They're like, wow. You mean you live in an apartment building? But wow, you got this car to look important, <laughs> but you live in an apartment building now. You need food. But it's sad. But it's but it, what it is is, I'm there to humble myself to stay humble to keep giving, giving. Exactly. And that's why on Saturdays I look forward to it, uh, being out there to help people. I'd love in to need. do something like that with you, man. Good. I was just thinking I want to invite you. You know what Saturday. I mean? Because you know, actually, that's actually one of the ways I, I grew up, man. Yeah. If you look at my name, Dylan Sangley, channel channel three, let's just say channel three or channel eight, one of the, whatever the channels, man. I was on the news a few times. I was given the Act of Kindness Award for giving back to my community, right? So before I get onto the shoes, I used to sell clothes. So anything left over, I used to either donate to the homeless and hand, you know, hand give it to them. Or I used to take the profits that I used, and I used to go to the thrift shops, and I used to get a, you know, a lot of clothes in bulk and hand give it to these these homeless individuals downtown. Yeah, that's why you're blessed. Right? I remember so, you telling me. Oh so yeah, me man. That. I mean, like this I Saturday. Said, <laughs> this check Saturday. Your schedule. Check okay. Your schedule out. Send me a send me a time. Yeah. In the, in the location. We'll, man, we'll uh, meet there at seven. We I started we started at seven. Excuse me, to nine o'clock, and then usually after that, I go have go have a little breakfast or something. We'll talk but, about that. We'll but talk man, about it's that a blessing sure. to give back, and I I, I look forward to. It. I, I I you know, I'm not a, I'm not one to go out. I don't hang out. I go to here to the cigar bar, have a cigar a house, not that far. Restaurants I go to, and I'm I'm a homebody. I live in Vegas. People say you look, you don't go. I know I'm not. That's not who I am. I'm not a party. You don't never catch. You'll never catch me out at a strip club. You don't ever. That's not who I am. Right. I can't. That's not who I am. I'm a leader. I'm, I, I I have a responsibility. To take care of and help people, exactly, and that's my calling. That's my that's what God's got me here for. That's my ministry, and if, if you want to look at it that way, it's teach people financially. Look, we got coaches lose weight. You know, we got spiritual coaches. No matter what faith you may be, what about a financial coach? Somebody who's done it for thirty year, plus mm. years. See, so that speaks a lot of volume. Who I am, but I also know I have a responsibility. There's certain places you'll never see me because that's not who I am. It's not what God got me here for. Exactly, exactly. Man, so as a role model, it's important to keep. You're that. very, very humble, man. Yeah, thank you. You know what I mean, and. You know, I've learned so much from you, man, and I and I, I thank you so much. You see, this is only the, our third meet, but I've learned so much, <laughs> and I've and I'm it's it's happy. I'm I'm very happy that you're you're in my circle, man. Thank you. You know what and I my mean? first podcast and the first podcast, <laughs> man. So, you know, I understand you're humble. You know, you, you 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 you've done a lot of great things and all this stuff, but are there a few wants in your list that you're like, man, I. I don't need it, but I want it. And if you know, have have you ever done it? Like, what if? What are those wants that you've that you've? That I got, you've got. Want stay healthy. Okay. That's boom. That's it. You know, I've, I've had all the cars. I've had the Bentley. I had the Rolls Royces. Mm. I mean, I've had multiple homes. I lived. I had three homes. I lived. I used to live between. You know, when I go buy when I go shopping, I buy three of everything. Lady says, sir, uh, uh, you know, you got um, uh, three of the same sizes and same colors and <laughs> I said yeah ma'am I got three homes I live between and, mm. and, and, and they wouldn't even care you go right over their heads <laughs> you know and I said don't say nothing yeah now if somebody said well wow I want to know how to do that now can, can you can you show me then I'd have talked about network marketing right but if they don't say nothing I don't say nothing because right. you know you know you you just don't say nothing. if they don't catch it don't say nothing. they're not the ones yep. yep. you know my job is when the old saying go when the when the when the um Oh God! When the when the uh, teacher appear, you'll know when the teacher appears. You know, but but you know, there's nothing there. So why even waste time with that? So the whole idea—they're not hungry enough. When the student is ready, excuse me, the teacher will appear. They weren't ready, so this don't say nothing. Man. So I buy three things. Yo, ma'am, sir, you three, and I put them stacks three. You got three of everything, same sizes. Right. I go, yeah, I have three homes up there between. Oh, <laughs> bag them up. Don't say nothing. <laughs> you know, it's it's so funny. People are just so. There's a book out there called, and it's a very expensive book called "The Dumbing Down of America," Dumbing and it's a America. very expensive book. It costs a couple hundred, maybe three hundred dollars for the book. Wow! But understand, that it's not for everybody to read. Think about it. Now I know you don't drink, but even if you went to a bar, the most expensive liquor is where it's on the top shelf. Why? Mm. It's not for everybody to drink. Mm. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. This is for everybody. This is okay. And then they, when they 
go behind the bar and pull up that little thing, squirt it in your glass. That's cheap stuff there. I mean, that's the, oh, you want the house wine? Here you go. House, mm. you know, but the most expensive things are on the top shelf. It's not meant for everybody to reach. Mm. You see, so it's just life. Same thing with life. Wow, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so, so what about that book, that three hundred that three hundred dollar book? It, it teaches people it's so significant. The dumbing down. Look at people how they dress today. Well, look, now, if you notice the last two years, everybody's wearing sweats. Mm, yeah. And tennis shoes. Yeah. Have you noticed the dumbing down? Yeah. Have you noticed how they all look alike? Have yeah. you noticed yeah. that they don't even know the transformation has happened? Right. Just look at people today. Look how they dress. Look how they carry themselves. See. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to look good far. If, you, if you're a leader, you can look at the quality of person. I can look, you know, at a person and tell you a little bit about the person, how they carry themselves. Exactly. Just by how they, how they carry, like you that night, how you carried yourself. You stood out. You weren't like most of those guys. Most of those, you know, yeah, let's just say that. I'll be nice about it. But <laughs> it's how you carried yourself. You're very, you were I very distinguished. That. Thank you. You stood out. You're very distinguished. Not everybody's distinguished. You know, I could tell people when they have a knockoff this purse, a knockoff that, they're trying to be something they're not. They're wearing knockoffs. You see knockoff shoes, but yeah, there's a real, there's a real shoe here, not the knockoff shoe. You know, so you go back and you can tell by how people carry themselves. Exactly. It's a lot, it's, it's a signature that they have, and they have no idea about that. You gotta be authentic. Exactly, you all the time. Be true to yourself, man. Exactly. Right, right. So, you know, we're, we're it's getting kind of dark right now, man. So if anyone's watching, I don't think you could see us anymore. <laughs> but, you know, if you're listening, you definitely get a lot of value from, from what Al's saying right now. But, Al, you know, I want to wrap this up uh, very soon. But one more nugget of information that anyone listening or watching right now can take home and use on their day-to-day -day life, what would that, uh, that nugget of information be? You know, there's a book I want you to read. It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's there the Bible uh, book, not a Bible book. It's a book of business. Beautiful it's book. by Napoleon Hill, every entrepreneur region. Think, it said think and grow rich. It didn't say work hard. It said think and grow rich. Mm. And for those that, I'm going to get my number, those that want to Go get ahead. in contact to look at what I'm talking about as far as an opportunity to be able to make that kind of money residual, I'm going to give you my number, only if you're serious. It's 702-821-5070. Once again, 702-821-5070. Only if you're serious. So please, mm. if you're serious, I'll show you how to do that with, the, with, with network marketing, and there I'll you coach you. If you're not serious, it's okay. It's okay. It's there only for go. people that are serious. Because I, I want to, I want to. My goal is, I've already got 18 people I've coached that are millionaires. I want to kind of double that in the next two or three years, mm -hmm. and uh, that's what I'm looking. That's my goal. And, if, and like I say, the number one thing is, is to be healthy. I've hired a nutritionist a few months ago. My, my sweetheart, she lost uh, quite a bit. Of, so I got this guy in Florida that's, that's got me. To, I've already lost 24 pounds. Nice. Uh, went down three and a half belt sizes already. Wow. So my thing is, the one thing is making money, the second step is keeping it. And then living a long life and being in good health. See, a lot of people that got money don't have good health. You know, I was, uh, uh, I was watching this movie, uh, Be There, with uh, Peter Sellers. It's kind of funny. And this guy had all the money in the world, but his health was killing him. Mm. So what's used to having money if you can't, like you said, enjoy your parents. You can't do this. You can't fly. You can't do this. So my th number one is, has health, is being, staying in good health. Right, right, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Great information, great advice as always. Man, Al Thomas, thank you so much. Thank you for buddy. having me. All right, God yes, bless sir. you guys, tune in, look forward to talking to you guys soon. Yes, sir. And have a happy holiday. Yes, sir. For everyone watching or listening right now, thank you all so much for, once again, listening or watching to this podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode, till next time. We'll see y'all soon, we love y'all so much, and always remember, Sleep. We got the heat. Love y'all, man. God bless. Peace. Bye. Yes, sir. Hey, that was good.